Well, hello and welcome to Binge Watch, the podcast where we take a look at the hottest new TV and film releases on streaming television platforms. I'm Hannah Fernando, the group editor of Woman and Woman in Home magazine. And I'm Ian McEwan, writer on What's on TV, TV Times and TV and Satellite Week magazines. And today we're looking at the new releases for the week starting Friday the 14th of April 2023, including Jennifer Garner in the missing persons drama The Last Thing He Told Me on Apple TV+. Plus and steamy Netflix drama Obsession, starring Richard Armitage and Charlie Murphy as a couple who embark on an intense love affair. And we'll also be revisiting Victorian sleuths Miss Scarlet and the Duke on Alibi and snooping on a special edition of Sky Comedy Intelligence, starring the very lovely David Schwimmer. My first, Ian. What is in the news? In the Netflix period drama The Abandons, which is set in 1850s Oregon, Lena Headey will play a formidable matriarch, yes, Hannah, who must fight (laughs) to protect her adopted family of orphans. What else is in the news? I think you'll find I'm the formidable matriarch (laughs) around here. Um, (laughs) She says jokingly, uh, as my children laugh in my face. And Jessica Chastain will head the cast of Apple TV Plus's drama The Savant about an elite investigator who goes undercover within online hate groups. Ooh, that sounds a bit horrible. Um, But anyway, onwards. (laughs) Onwards indeed. Secrets and lies. I'd say that's the theme of this week's podcast. We're going to start off on Apple TV Plus with a new series that arrives on Friday the 14th. It's called The Last Thing He Told Me. And here's a clip. I haven't heard from Owen in 24 hours. Your husband is not who you think he is. What defines you? What defines you? I ask first. There's nothing I wouldn't do for my daughter. So this stars Jennifer Garner. It's based on a best-selling novel which I haven't read. It's it's one of those dramas in which the people seem like the sort of people who only exist in TV dramas. So she creates art by um, carving wood and she and her boyfriend live on a beautiful houseboat in Sausalito, which is just near San Francisco. So it's all very designer and gorgeous. Anyway, they've only recently got together. So she's Hannah and her boyfriend is called Owen. So she's an artist. He's a sort of tech startup guy. Owen is played by Nikolai Costa Valdau, who people will know from Game of Thrones. Anyway, so they're both very good looking, of course. And he has a daughter, Blaine, who has a sort of quite a tetchy relationship with her dad's new girlfriend, uh, which you can understand. She's a teenager. She is played by Angari Rice, who was in the brilliant Kate Winslet series, Mayor of Easttown. Okay, so that's the setup. Uh, everything seems very lovey-dovey at the start. I think they're about to celebrate their 14-month anniversary, if there is such a thing. But then he suddenly disappears, and he leaves one note for his girlfriend. It, all it says is, protect her, referring to the daughter. And he leaves a note for for the kid as well. And the circumstances surrounding his disappearance is that his startup company is being investigated for potential fraud. And the cops have all turned up at the office and they've removed loads of paperwork. She's left with the teenager and they don't get on very well anyway. 
and he's not answering his phone. No one knows where he is. He hasn't even taken any clothes with him or anything. So it's the search to, well, A, to find him, and B, how much did he know about this kind of fraudulent behaviour at his company? Apparently it was inspired by the whole Enron thing. The writer was inspired by that. I really like Jennifer Garner. She's always a compelling screen presence. I didn't love it, I must say. It was it was all a bit kind of designer-looking, and I, I didn't feel the, the characters were that fully drawn. But yeah, she's great to watch. And I did think um, the stepdaughter was quite a good character, Bailey. Uh, and it will be interesting to see how, you know, how are they going to learn to kind of cooperate together? Because obviously there's a lot of resentment, especially from the daughters of this new new woman in her dad's life. So, yeah, I wasn't blown away, but I, I, I enjoyed episode one. I thought it was OK. What did you think, Hannah? I know what you mean, but I, I actually did enjoy it just because I always think, um, <laughs> I suppose it makes you question everything, doesn't it? How, how well do you really know somebody? And I suppose she hasn't been with him that long, but the idea that everything was kind of happy um, and then suddenly you read this kind of news that um, that there's a really big problem and actually you can't sort of believe that the person that you live with, that you love, could could be involved. And and I think the dynamic with the stepdaughter, Bailey, is, is quite interesting because she, there is animosity there and yet he's asking her to protect her. Um, so I, I thought the premise of it was quite good. I haven't read the book, but I wonder sometimes whether these things just don't sort of translate that well to screen. But, you know, if anyone could pull it off, it would be Jennifer Garner, I think. So I think she's she, she's pretty good in, in parts she plays. And I think the author was really delighted with, with, with what was done with it. But um, I, I, I did enjoy it. And um, as I say, I think it makes you question what you really know. Absolutely. Now, another family man with the secrets <laughs> coming up. Uh, great anticipation surrounding this one on Netflix. It's a new series called Obsession, and here is a clip. You're Dave's father. That's right. And you're Jay's new girlfriend. I think he's worried about introducing us. Should he be? Yes, so... um, this only has four parts, and um, what I would say is do not watch it with your mother um, or anyone else you might be embarrassed <laughs> in front of, <laughs> and do not watch it if you're a prude. Um, this is really quite something, isn't it? I mean, I, I, you know, I, I love the Bridgertons and, the, you know, these kind of where you see an awful lot, but this is, this is really hot and steamy, um, and I absolutely loved it. So... Um, it, it it does what it says on the tin. It's, it's called Obsession and it stars Richard Armitage, who I have to say, um, absolutely um, brilliant. He plays the part of William Farrow, um, who's a top surgeon. And he's got this kind of swarthy, older man look that's just very, very attractive, I think. Um, and he becomes very, very obsessed um, by his son's fiance. Anna, who's played by Charlie Murphy. And um, it, I, I think it's the camera work and everything about it is, is really quite quite clever, I think. You know, you can see the attraction immediately. But she seems to be the kind of woman, and let's be honest, there are women out there, I'm sure there are men out there too, who just kind of, they, 
I always say, if you meet Angelina Jolie and she wants you, she's going to have you. You know, they've got that power. And this is what she has. She yeah. has this power and this this crackling effect between the two of them. And he, I mean, he's never had an affair before. He's in a very happy marriage. I mean, uh, everything about their life is, is pretty perfect. Um, and all of a sudden she comes in and, and he just can't, he's intoxicated, intoxicated by her. He, he can't, he can't stop himself. And he embarks on a, a very steamy love affair. As I say, do not watch it with your, with your mother if you feel embarrassed in front of her. Um, he just can't, he can't resist her. And he knows that he he runs the risk of ruining absolutely everything. You know, his son adores her, um, he's engaged to her, and of course his wife. And you see him flitting, you know, in, in all honesty, between bedrooms, between, you know, his lover and his wife. And, and that's quite uncomfortable to watch. But he's just somebody who just can't, he can't say no to this woman. Um, and he, it, he becomes so obsessed that he follows them, uh, his son and her, um, while they're away and it, it's it's just too much he, he just he doesn't know when to stop and as I say um it's it's intriguing because he's obviously a clever man you know he's he's a top surgeon um he has everything he could possibly want so it seems and yet he's willing to risk it all for this person and she and she does have some there's definitely something about Anna um to be honest with you that that absolutely you can see why he can't resist um the interesting part of this is that she's clearly got a story too. So it's not just one dimensional. You do get to, um, you do get to understand about her, why she might be like this. Um, this also is book is, is based on a book too. Um, for me, I, I think it's really well done. I mean, it's quite um, sort of edge of the seat stuff at times because you kind of don't want them to be found out because, you don't want the hurt that comes with it because you can see the fallout from this. But at the same time, it's also absolutely wrong because they're just basically sleeping with their respective partners and then having this illicit affair. Um, it's quite a complex story when it comes to Anna's life. But f- for me, I I thought it was great, but any more than four, four parts to this. And I think, oh, gosh, I don't think I could cope with any more, Ian. What did you think? It's very good, though. It's very. I did find it very hard to watch, even though it's it's top quality. I mean, damage is 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 the more appropriate title, I guess, because <laughs> yeah. because you know it's almost like a, a therapist dream, isn't it? Like imagine your father sleeping with your partner. I mean, it's it's hard to think of any worse kind of betrayal. Yeah, great cast. Um, again, these these are high achievers, and like they've got a massive. It's like a sort of country estate. They've also got a house in London. Uh, so he's a surgeon, as you say, uh, the Richard Armitage's character, William. And his. how could anyone who's married to Indira Varma, who plays his barrister wife, um, have an affair? It's beyond me. But anyway, he does. But yeah, you see that he... I mean, he obviously has a high-stress job. The first thing we see him doing is separating Siamese twins or conjoined twins, as they're called now. shouldn't say that, should I? Um but he's drinking a lot. He's under a lot of stress. So you can tell he's a slightly complex character, even though he's got this apparently idyllic life. And I remember the film. They made a film of it, didn't they, with Jeremy Irons. Miranda Richardson played his wife. He was an MP. And Juliette Binoche was, was the, the son's... The son was uh, Rupert Graves, actually, and Juliette Binoche was the, was the love interest. And 
it's really well done and i i do i did find it convincing particularly charlie murphy is very good at playing the femme fatale uh, who just draws richard armitage's character in and yeah you're right he's a bit of a silver fox isn't he so i did find the mm. affair convincing and it's really well done so their first sort of physical encounter there's no dialogue at all um it's really well done but i, I just found it almost kind of i just found it really hard to watch just knowing what the kind of collateral damage is going to be if, if this comes out so but it's very well done and i mean armitage he's a fine actor isn't he he's he, and he's very good in this um so yeah I, I i think it's well worth a look yeah and, and as you say only four parts so so it won't take up too much of your time next up yes we're going back to the victorian age hannah for the return of the period crime drama miss scarlet and the duke and here's a clip what can i do for you william Nothing, I just thought I'd pop by. It's been a while. Has it? I didn't realise. I've done something to upset you. What makes you say that? Are you doing this to stop me from getting that money? What? Why on earth are you being so irrational? <laughs> oh, is this to do with me and Arabella? <laughs> and I'm the one being irrational. So if you're not familiar with this one, and you should be by now, uh, Kate Phillips stars as Miss Scarlet, Eliza Scarlet, who is a female private investigator in Victorian London. Quite unusual. She basically took on her father's agency when he passed away. And Stuart Martin, who was in Jamestown, he plays William Duke Wellington, who is a Scotland Yard detective. They knew each other when they were kids because her father took him in. Um, but their paths cross a lot, a bit like Sherlock Holmes and Inspector Lestrade, because they're often working on the same cases. But obviously she's a private investigator and he is a policeman, so they clash, but there's also an attraction there. So it's a case of the week type thing there's always a new investigation the first one of this new series is very good it reminded me a bit of that film the prestige because it's about a stage magician illusionist who disappears during his own act so that's quite a nice idea and it's it's been kind of sustained by the the will they won't they get together vibe well that takes quite a dramatic turn in this i think it's the third series because a girl that Eliza knew when she was at school, who she didn't like very much, uh, reappears. She's called Arabella. She runs a restaurant and uh, she's very attractive. She's played by Sophie Robertson. And, yeah, she she's, likes the Duke and he likes her. So, oh dear, is it all going to go off the rails, Hannah? I hope not. <laughs> but I'm quite <laughs> invested in this one because I did go on set for it when it was made in Dublin. And we went to, uh, I think we went to a pub where they had uh, traditional Irish dancing. And I was given a certificate after my performance on stage <laughs> as an Irish dancer. Anyway, that's irrelevant. Um, and now it, now it's made, I think they've moved the production to Serbia. So, yeah, quite a big change. But, yeah, it, it looks great. Um, they have a really good chemistry, the two leads. And... The cases are interesting, but I do think the introduction of this kind of love triangle 
elevates it a bit, um, which, which is really good because uh, you see them initially, they are kind of meeting up for dinner and so on, and they're posing as a couple uh, for one investigation, pretending that they're, you know, engaged. But then this woman arrives who Eliza doesn't like anyway, and, and worse still, she looks like she's going to get together with Duke. So I do like this series. Um, you know, it, 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 it's got the crime drama, but it's also got a nice sort of romantic feel to it, and it's got some quite quite funny dialogue and some good supporting characters as well. So, yeah, I'm a fan. What do you think, Hannah? Do you like this one? I do. I do like this series. Um, I, I like it. See, for me, I, I, it needs to go to another layer. You know, we were talking about earlier about the kind of vulnerability of the people and seeing kind of their complex backgrounds and what have you. And I think this is what this does really well in this in this particular series because you, you see Eliza as this really strong woman um, in the position that she's in. And then suddenly she meets this childhood nemesis and who also shares an attraction and with the same person. And, and that becomes really difficult and it almost transports her back to that time when there was obviously, obviously at school wasn't such a confident character or the confident character that we appeared to see. And, you know, we know in all walks of life, the most confident people are quite often the most vulnerable people. And you see that vulnerability. And I think when you do see that, you, you sort of, you warm to her more and you're kind of more engaged in the story. So I think it it had a different layer um, added and, and that's why I liked it so much. And I'll just add that that actually arrived on Tuesday, the 11th of April on Alibi, but it's also all six episodes are available on Sky, Virgin and Now TV. Now, Hannah, we've had, we've had crime, we've had fraud, we've had sexual infidelity... <laughs> Thank goodness we're going to sign off with a bit of comedy uh, on Sky Comedy and Now TV. It's Intelligence, a special agent special. And here's a clip. Joseph? Jerry? Why are you tied on to me? Oh my God, I was about to ask you the same thing. <laughs> what? <laughs> Hang on, I, I think I have a lighter in my pocket. Can, can you reach it? <laughs> no, not a pocket, not a pocket. Oh. Yeah, I got it, I got it, I got it. Okay, you're gonna have to burn through the ropes. Have you ever used a lighter before? Yes, twice. Once in boots, once in centre parks. Um, I think after the second series, um, it it ended on a bit of a cliffhanger, didn't it? So um, this was... Um, I think it was back in 2021. All all those many moons ago, back in lockdown, um, you had agent uh, Jerry Bernstein, played by David Schwimmer, was kidnapped and bundled into the back of a van. Um, while his pal Joseph Harris, played by Nick Mohammed, um, was left jobless after being fired by the GCHQ. So that was where it was left. And I suppose it had elements of needing to come back to kind of restore the equilibrium. Um, yeah, uh, it's a special. Um, although I, I, I've read an interview with them and they both say that it does leave it open for there being more. But if it finished here, it would be okay. Um, so or in this special you see how the pair deal um with their ordeals so it's an hour-long special and um it, it, there are new emergencies in there um you know threatens their cyber crimes unit and it's it, it's it's a bit of a weird one I, I don't actually love this I, I find even though it should be funny and I do find it funny in places it feels a bit try hard I kind of felt like I left it where I left it but having said that, um, it does star the legendary Jennifer Saunders um, as the en- energy minister, Joanna Telfer Fotheringham. Um, 
so you know that that's that's quite good and um she's she's drafted in because there's this enormous data breach and it's all to do with a new climate bill um and and even though this data um proves that legislation would be catastrophic and have catastrophic implications for the environment um you know will will that will that will that data still get out there will it still will they sure that the data goes missing what will they do with it it's it's all a bit messy but but it is it does sort of all bring it together and it does sort of create a bit of a finale um to this story it there's i think um davis schwimmer does kind of bounce pretty well um with nick mohammed they they do have quite a lot of fun and i and i saw a recent interview with the two of them and and they clearly have a rapport that kind of works as they bounce off each other but when when you talk of i mean i might be you might absolutely love it Ian, but when you look back at the sort of last things we've spoken about it feels like there's sort of there's more depth and this just feels a bit superficial how i say it um so yeah that's it in a nutshell but as i say they if it ends here it's absolutely fine but they do think that it, it could be uh it could make a comeback yeah, I mean, I, I don't think it's the greatest comedy I've ever seen, but I do feel a, a lot of affection for it because I think Schwimmer is really funny as this um, American agent who's been sent over to work at GCHQ. He, he's he's great in that role. And Nick Mohammed, who, of course, now a lot more people know from his role in Ted Lasso, uh, as you say, is a great comedy foil. And there's a bit of a sort of 2012... Um, vibe to this this special because they spend a lot of time sitting around a desk in meetings as they did in that sitcom 2012 um it it's not when it's good it's really funny i must say but i think it's a little bit inconsistent and i i do think i don't think the jennifer saunders plot line worked particularly well i I didn't feel they made the best of her because she she's brilliant comic actor but there's plenty to enjoy in it. I did laugh. I must admit, I laughed quite a few times, and um, it's been a, it's been a fun show. And it's just it's just great to see Schwimmer doing comedy. And you know, he was on Celebrity Bake Off recently, and he's just he is one of the good guys. Now we've got to that time, Hannah, where we find out what the heck, perhaps even over Easter, you've been binging on apart from Easter eggs. <laughs> Well, definitely those in abundance. Um, well, you'll be pleased to know it was the final Saturday night takeaway, so I will not bang on about that anymore, but I did enjoy that very much live from Florida. Um, catching up on a lot of Mock the Weeks as well. Um, and also, I think there's a new series of Meet the Richardsons coming along, so I was having a little binge of that um, to refresh my memory. How about you? I watched a bit of that Belfast cop drama series blue lights which is very good i'd read some good reviews of that and because i was down at my sister's and she loves bridgerton uh we went back to the beginning and um yeah a reminder of how good it is i must say i really enjoyed it and i had a quick look at the netflix drama series beef which is about this sort of feud that starts with a road rage incident which is also good now we've just got time to look ahead to 
what we're going to be discussing next week. So what's on the menu, Hannah? Rachel Weisz stars as twisted twin doctors in a modern remake of the classic film Dead Ringers on Prime Video. Yes, another connection there because, of course, Jeremy Irons, as well as being in the original Damage, was in the David Cronenberg film Dead Ringers. So there you go, wraps it up nicely. Meanwhile, also next week uh, on Apple TV+, Plus, Chris Evans and Anna de Amas are lovers caught up and an explosive adventure in Ghosted. So we look forward to those and more, but in the meantime... (laughs) 